0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Sports Insider Podcast. Let's start today's episode off talking about the White Sox, who defeated the Detroit Tigers 4-3 to in the first game of their three-game series in Detroit. Top of the inning, Yohan Mankata got the Sox on the board, nearly grounding into a double play, but he, he was able to beat out the throw, scoring Brian Goodwin, making it a 1-0 Sox lead. That same inning, a sacrifice fly from Yasmani Grandal would score Tim Anderson, making it two to nothing. And then a double from Eloy Jimenez would score Yoan Moncada, making it a three to nothing Sox lead. Bottom of the third, however, uh, Luis Reyes would score Isaac Paradas, as, and making it a three to one Detroit lead. And then a fielder's choice play would score Willie Castro, making it a three to two game. He also scored on the fielding error from Cesar Hernandez. Nice sacrifice fly from Miguel Cabrera would score Victor Reyes, tying it at three. Then the bottom of the eighth inning, Harold Castro, would hit the winning run, scoring Robbie Grossman on a single, making it a 4-3 to three game. And the Tigers would win the game by that score. Carlos Rodon, the starter, goes three innings, allows two hits, two earned runs, two walks, and six strikeouts. He left the game early. Apparently claiming that something did not feel right and that he felt sore. Tony La Russa says he is very doubtful that Rodon will be a starter at all next week. So not a good sign again for a guy who's been on and off the injury list the past couple weeks. Obviously you hope Carlos Rodon will be healthy for the playoffs. But right now it's not looking too good uh, if you're a Sox fan. And then, Jose, and then uh, Craig Campbell picks up the loss. He he picks up his fifth loss of the season, going an in inning and allowing one earned run. So far, he has been brutal on the south side of Chicago. Uh, tough time for him so far. And the return for the Cubs just keep look just keeps looking better as Cody Hoyer has definitely become. A very solid bullpen arm, and Nick Madrigal was even when healthy is uh, looking like a very good second baseman, second baseman for the future. Sox were supposed to be taking on the Tigers a little later today, uh, but due to some bad weather, the game started at noon, and they are currently in the top of the ninth inning with the Sox trailing five to three in that game. On the mound for the for the Sox was uh, was Dallas Keuchel, and then on the mound for the Tigers was. Uh, and this is still loading. Tyler Alexander was the man on the mound for the Tigers. And then on Wednesday, the Sox will be taking on the Tigers once again with Ronaldo Lopez being on the mound for the third game of that series. Cubs were off yesterday, but we'll be taking on the Minnesota Twins in Chicago for a two-game series on the mound for the Cubs. We'll be Alec Mills, who's 6-6 six six with a 4.50 ERA. Griffin Jacks on the mound for the Twins he is 3-4 with a 6.65 65 ERAD lineup today. For the Cubs will be Rafael Ortega batting first, batting second. Tenor, batting second, first baseman Frank Schwindel batting third. left right fielder Ian Happ batting fourth. Catcher Wilson Contreras batting fifth. Third baseman Patrick Wisdom batting sixth. Left fielder Alfonso Rovas batting seventh. Second baseman Matt Duffy batting eighth. Shortstop Nico Horner and then batting ninth will be pitcher Alec Mills. So this will be a two-game series before the Cubs uh, are off Thursday again and then take on the St. Louis Cardinals. So that should be an interesting series as well. It's, and things are looking good for Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taze as he is returning to some workouts. And he is apparently looking very good. And he apparently even looks ripped, uh, according to Mark Lazarus uh, at, on Twitter. And this is a good sign, obviously, with Tays sitting out last season due to a uh, due to some health issues and um, you obviously you know as he's getting older you're starting to f- starting to worry if he could be definitely on the downturn of his career but right now it does not look that way and it looks like he could be in the best shape uh, of his life which is something that he even said himself so a uh, very good sign so far for the Blackhawks who are looking to compete this season and Jonathan Taze will definitely be a huge part of that now whether he's going to be in the opening night lineup is still Really to be, uh, really to be seen. But right now, it's looking very good for the Hawks and Jonathan Tate. and some andy trends are starting to go up for Justin Fields starting on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns with Andy Dalton injured. So Andy Dalton has suffered a bruised bone, a uh, bone bruise in his knee. So not a good sign. He's expected to be week-to-week with that injury. So it's definitely looking pretty good for right now for Justin Fields to be the starting quarterback for the Browns game in Week 3. And this is obviously a lot earlier than we were expecting Justin Fields to start. Now, if Andy Dalton doesn't go down with that injury, you're probably going to see Andy Dalton finish that game in Cincinnati. He wasn't even having a bad game. He was actually playing pretty well. And if you had to ask anybody who watched that game, they'll probably tell you that Dalton outperformed Fields here. Um, and he, he didn't have a very, he did not have a bad game at all. He actually played pretty solid. And I think it's the same thing here. I think there's a lot of people are starting to realize that Justin Fields maybe is under seasoned as a quarterback and he still needs a little bit more time, uh, behind a veteran quarterback like Andy Dalton. There's people who are starting to, um, no, starting to be, uh, to to be proven wrong here, including myself, who definitely want Fields to be starting from day one here. Uh, but right now, it's looking pretty good for Justin Fields to be the starter against Cleveland, which will be a very good test, especially with Cleveland's uh, you no know, defensive line, Miles Garrett, Devin Clowney, guys like that who are very dangerous if they're able to uh, able to get into open space against a weak uh, against a weak offensive line like the Bears, especially. So it should be interesting. To, uh, to see what happens with Andy Dalton in the upcoming days. But that is going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.